Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 114 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about the darling of the NBA bubble, the Phoenix Suns. Suns went 8-0 inside the bubble and just barely missed a playoff spot. I mean, so many people were saying that the Phoenix Suns should not even have been invited into the bubble, and then they became the most exciting team within the bubble. Devin Booker averaged about 30 points per game. I mean, other than Dame Lillard, he was the star of the bubble. Game winning streak is the type of thing that can completely change your perception of where the Phoenix Suns are headed. They have Devin Booker, but now it looks like he's not alone. He has DeAndre Ayton. He has Dario Saric. They have Ricky Rubio. Mikel Bridges balled out in the bubble during their eight-game winning streak. Now it looks like the Phoenix Suns are in the right direction. And when you think about it, the year before, they won 19 games and now they boosted that up to 34. The Phoenix Suns finally look like they are headed towards the right direction. Which is why I found it so fascinating that during this winning streak on TNT, Draymond Green said that the Phoenix Suns are ruining the career of Devin Booker, that his best years in the NBA are being wasted as a member of the Phoenix Suns. And I just thought the timing of his comment was ludicrous. It now looks like the Suns are headed in the right direction, and that's the moment he makes a statement about Devin Booker being wasted on the Phoenix Suns. I also think that he's also ignoring the real question. I think the real question is, is Devin Booker the type of NBA player that should be the best player on your team? Now, it looks like he's headed towards that direction, but for the longest time, I think that's the real question mark when it comes to the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker is a really good player. Is he a great player, and should he be the best player on an NBA franchise. I think Devin Booker's situation is like, what if Klay Thompson was the best player on the Golden State Warriors? What if Klay Thompson didn't have Steph Curry? What if Klay Thompson didn't have Kevin Durant during that time? What if Klay Thompson didn't even have Draymond Green? That would be the situation. It would be exactly similar if Klay Thompson was the best player of an NBA team. He would be really good, but the team probably wouldn't be playoff or championship caliber. That's what Devin Booker is like. Like to me. Don't get me wrong, he's a really good player, but he's not like an elite two-way player like Kawhi Leonard or LeBron James. He is an elite scorer, an elite shooter. That is what he is. He is not an elite defender, and that's when you start to have the question mark is, should this guy be the best player on my team? There is also something annoying about that. Whenever there is like an elite talent on a bad team, we immediately imagine them on a super team. Like, we want Devin Booker to be on a super team. We want Bradley Beal, another elite shooter, to be on a super team. And a guy like Draymond Green, who's benefited greatly from great players joining his super team, I'm sorry, that's just a bad look in my mind. Devin Booker is being paid $27 million to be the best player on the Phoenix Suns. I don't think he has that same value if he's the third wheel of another team. Like if Devin Booker ends up on, let's say, the Miami Heat with Jimmy Butler, his value as a basketball basketball player goes down. I'm sorry, you can't have it both ways. You can't have me tell you you are a legendary talent and oh, by the fact, you should be the third best player on the Golden State Warriors. It doesn't work that way. You can't have it both ways. And I think Devin Booker has benefited greatly from being the best player on the Phoenix Suns. I think there are people out there that think Devin Booker, for example, is better than Klay Thompson because he's showing he can put up numbers as the best player on a basketball team. I think his 
individual game has benefited from being the best player on the Phoenix Suns. He's not having a 70-point game if he's on the Golden State Warriors. Again, Clay can have 60-point games or 50-point games, but Devin Booker, I think, has gained mightily by being that best player, and he's also been paid handsomely because he is that best player. Being the third best player on a championship team is great, but stats-wise and individual player-wise, not a lot of guys have benefited that much from it, other than winning the championships, which I understand is a big deal, but I think we thought more highly of Kevin Love's basketball game when he was the best player on the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think we thought way more highly of Chris Bosh when he was the best player on the Toronto Raptors. I think there actually is a benefit of being the best player on a basketball team. And just joining these super teams and winning those championships, it sounds great. But in the end, do we really think of Chris Bosh as the champion with the Miami Heat? Or do we think of LeBron and D-Wade as that? Like there are those rumors of Bradley Beal going to join up with the Lakers at some point with LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yeah, that sounds great and all, but his value as a player goes down. I think Bradley Beal had a phenomenal season when he's healthy as the best player on the Washington Wizards. I think as the third wheel, he's not as exciting and he basically becomes just a spot-up shooter. That's why Draymond Green being the one to say this is something that I find annoying because he's benefited from Kevin Durant coming to the Golden State Warriors. He's benefited from DeMarcus Cousins taking a huge pay cut to join the Golden State Warriors. He's benefited from the super team model that now he thinks everyone should oblige by that model. That Devin Booker should not be on the Phoenix Suns. He should be on a team with other NBA superstars. Yes, the Phoenix Suns have been a dysfunctional organization and they have probably done Devin Booker wrong at points. But this is now his best chance to be the best player on a somewhat good team moving forward. And it looks like they're headed in the right direction. I think the timing of Draymond's statement is total nonsense. Devin Booker signed the extension with the Phoenix Suns knowing that he would be the best player on the Phoenix Suns. He chose to be a member of the Phoenix Suns. He is not a victim by being on the Phoenix Suns. There have been other great players who have been in this position before. Anthony Davis with the Pelicans. DeMarcus Cousins with the Sacramento Kings. We all thought, wow, these guys should be on much better basketball teams. I also think that at some point you get rewarded as a player for being loyal to that team. Like at some point things turn around. Look at Dame Lillard with the Trailblazers. He's the best player on that team. There were rumors that he was going to demand a trade, but instead he signs a super max contract and now it looks like he's going to be a Trailblazer for life. I think sometimes you get rewarded with loyalty. Russell Westbrook chose the Oklahoma City Thunder when he could have easily left after KD left. Guess what? He won an MVP and his game went to the next level. That's where Devin Booker seems to be headed. We might be seeing the best version of Devin Booker right now. A version we might not get to see if he were on some super team as the third wheel. This idea that because the Phoenix Suns are a dysfunctional organization that they deserve no superstar, I'm sorry, I want as many good NBA teams as humanly possible. I don't want five or six elite teams. I think it's more fun when there's more superstars on as many different teams across the board. That's how the NBA feels the most exciting. Look at this year of basketball without the dominant Golden State Warriors. Just look at the year that we're having. We don't 
have a clear frontrunner winner. Yes, we think the Lakers, Clippers, or Bucks are going to win the championship, but they're not the clear frontrunners like there have been in the past. There's no Miami Heats. There's no Golden State Warriors. There's no superstar team with four Hall of Famers on it that's coming towards you at this point. There's some really good basketball teams, and this has been one of the most exciting years of basketball. And you can make the argument that it's that because there are no super teams. So I don't want Bradley Beal and Devin Booker to end up on super teams. I don't want the return of the clear dominant team. I want as many teams contending for a playoff spot and championship as humanly possible. And I think as basketball fans, you should want the exact same thing. So if Devin Booker can, again, become the best Devin Booker, he can be on the Phoenix Suns and they can become an exciting team to watch moving forward, then he should remain a member of the Phoenix Suns. They are not ruining his career. They might be helped flourishing it. The fun of this A-game winning streak is because you know how bad it was for Devin Booker all these years, and now he was finally on a stage for everyone to see how good a basketball player he is. Without all those losses, without all, all that humiliation, we would never have gotten that experience. The fun of how good the Phoenix Suns were in the bubble was because of the last decade they've been putrid. This idea that Devin Booker should want out of the Phoenix Suns the moment that his young teammates are starting to turn it around. Mikel Bridges has potential to be a very decent NBA player. DeAndre Ayton has the potential to be an elite big man. Dario Saric is a very good big man role player who can come off the bench and he can start. And Ricky Rubio is that point guard that the Phoenix Suns needed to put the pressure off of Devin Booker. They finally have a basketball team full of exciting young talent. And that's the moment Devin Booker should want out of the Phoenix Suns. No, he has the potential to stay with the Phoenix Suns and become one of the best Suns of all time. That's another thing that nobody puts into perspective. Devin Booker has the chance to be maybe the second best Phoenix Sun of all time behind Steve Nash. If he joins another team, if he joins the Lakers, guess what? Devin Booker is not becoming the second best Laker of all time. He has the potential to be known as one of the greatest members of the Phoenix Suns ever. Say what you will about Kevin Durant. It might have worked out for him championship-wise, but now he seems like a man without a country. The Oklahoma City Thunder fans don't love him. He left Golden State. Now he's a member of the Brooklyn Nets. It doesn't seem like when Kevin Durant retires, we're going to think of him as a legend for one team. Now he's going to be thought of one of the greatest basketball players of all time, but he might be a man without a country. Devin Booker has the chance for his legacy to be remembered as one of the greatest members of the Phoenix Suns ever. And again, I don't take that lightly. I think that means something. Him and DeAndre Ayton can form a nice duo, guard, big man duo. They have a good head coach in Monty Williams. Again, they went from 19 wins the year before to 34. Next year should be another big year in the development of the Phoenix Suns. I don't think now is the time for Devin Booker to lead the Phoenix Suns. Maybe he should have went out of there when they had five point guards and didn't know what they were doing as an organization. But for now... No, I don't think he should want out of the Phoenix Suns. Again, they were able to show their potential within the bubble. They went 8-0 and came this close to making the postseason. And they were the talk of the bubble. Devin Booker was getting the most credit for what the Phoenix Suns were doing, and rightfully so. Dame Lillard was getting the most credit for the Portland Trailblazers' success within the bubble. That's why there's a benefit of a guy like that being the best player on an NBA team 
and not wanting to join a superstar type team. I want him to remain a member of the Phoenix Suns and keep this momentum going for as long as they can. Again, they might be a formidable team moving forward. The Western Conference is tough, but again, they won 34 games and were that close to making the postseason. If they can make that leap to 45 to 50, make some offseason acquisitions, they could become a team on the rise. They showed that they had the potential. And if DeAndre Ayton didn't get suspended at the beginning of the season, the Phoenix Suns probably would have made the postseason if things had played out the normal way. If DeAndre Ayton did not get suspended at the early point of the season, the Suns might have been even better than they are right now. When I started to watch basketball years ago, the Phoenix Suns were one of the most exciting teams to watch. They had Steve Nash, they had Sean Marion, they had Amari Stoudemire, Leandro Barbosa, Boris Diaw. They were one of the funnest teams to watch. They were going to compete, they were going to score a lot of points, and they were going to make the postseason. Of course, we knew they were never going to win the championship because they didn't play a lot of defense, but still, they were one of the funnest teams to watch in NBA history. The Phoenix Suns are an organization that I somewhat care about, and I like when they do well. This past decade have kind of been a miserable experience with the Phoenix Suns. Again, they went through that stage where they had a million point guards like Isaiah Thomas and Goran Dragic. They didn't know what direction they were headed in. Then they get Devin Booker, and he seems like he's a talent, but still, last year was the worst year to root for the Phoenix Suns. They won 19 games and they looked like they were in the wrong direction. They had just drafted DeAndre Ayton, but again, he didn't have the best rookie season possible. But this year, they got Monty Williams, a respectable head coach. Devin Booker lit it up in the NBA bubble and they went 8-0. That was the most unexpected thing ever to come out of the NBA bubble. We never thought that when the NBA came back, the Phoenix Suns would become the darling of the NBA bubble. And again, you can't say that Devin Booker did it on his own. Mikel Bridges was really good at times in the bubble. DeAndre Ayton had some really good games, especially early on. And Ricky Rubio has become an underrated member of the Phoenix Suns. I think Ricky Rubio has become an above average point guard. We get it. He was drafted way too high by the Minnesota Timberwolves. He is a pass first point guard. He's not very special offensively, but when it comes to passing, he is special. And on a team that has Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton, it is a great benefit to have a point guard like Rubio. And as for head coach Monty Williams, he's been in this position before when he had Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis had his best years with the Pelicans when Monty Williams was his head coach. So Devin Booker will probably benefit from Monty Williams being his head coach. I think he's an underrated head coach. Again, when he was fired by the Pelicans, they went in the wrong direction. Alvin Gentry is not the same head coach as Monty Williams was. Monty Williams was wrongfully fired from the Pelicans. And again, all of this doesn't mean that the Phoenix Suns are going to compete for a championship next season. It doesn't mean that at all. It doesn't mean Devin Booker is going to win an MVP next season, but it does mean that they're going in the right direction, something they haven't done for the past half decade. They've been going in the wrong one. So just for them to have a glimmer of hope that they're headed towards that right direction, hopefully this offseason they make the right moves they add to this team 
because with going 8-0 in the bubble, there is now the, the expectation that the Phoenix Suns are going to compete for a playoff spot moving forward next season. Next year, we are really going to see what this winning streak was it about. Was it a weird circumstance that led the Phoenix Suns to an eight-game winning streak in the bubble? Like, is this just a circumstance that led the Phoenix Suns to this, or are they now the real deal? And that's what's fun about this. You get to now see if they are legit. Can Devin Booker be the best player on an NBA team competing for a playoff spot? We are going to find that out next season, and he should. Like, the Phoenix Suns should be on that same level as the Grizzlies with John Morant, as the Trailblazers with Dame Lillard. If Devin Booker is as good as we all think he is, he should be able to compete for a playoff spot with those teams. The Western Conference is not exactly as elite as it used to be. The Phoenix Suns should definitely be a team next season that competes for a playoff spot. They were this close to getting one this year, and man, it would have been fun to see Devin Booker in the postseason. And going back to Draymond Green's point, I understand wanting to see the best players on the biggest stage. I get it. You want Devin Booker to be on a postseason team so you can see what he has in the postseason. I get it. You want Bradley Beal to be on the Lakers so he can compete for championships. But I think there's more meaning in that when you have success with those teams that you struggled with. Devin Booker has gone on a whirlwind roller coaster with the Phoenix Suns and now that they are headed towards the right direction, that's going to be so fun for him. Like it's not the same as easily him just landing on a team and getting good all of a sudden. He's actually earned this success with the Phoenix Suns. I think there's something to that. And listen, if Devin Booker is 30 years old and the Phoenix Suns are still headed nowhere, then I believe he has the right to want out of the Phoenix Suns. But in his prime, he should want to be the best player on a team like the Phoenix Suns, where he gets to showcase his talent and go insane. He's not going to average 30 points on a team where he's not the main scorer. That's not going to happen. This is the best team for him to be on right now and moving forward is the Phoenix Suns because we get to see how good a basketball player Devin Booker is and again he gets all the credit for the Phoenix Suns success and he deserves it he went off in this bubble 30 points he was must see TV he turned the Phoenix Suns into must see TV again it would have been great if he had been traded to some elite team and he got a chance to play in the postseason but we wouldn't think of him as the same way he has the chance to be a real superstar franchise player, best player on your team night in and night out. He's going to score a ton of points and that team has the chance to win. That's what he has moving forward. With the Phoenix Suns, hopefully he has the chance to compete for a playoff spot. And I think right now, that's all you can ask for for the Phoenix Suns. Yes, again, over the years, it's been a miserable experience watching the Phoenix Suns, but they are a team headed towards the right direction. They have Devin Booker, Rubio, DeAndre Aiden, Mikel Bridges, Dario Saric, the Phoenix Suns have a group of really good players who, by the way, formed a bond during this bubble. They played with great chemistry. So moving forward, they are definitely a team to watch and I hope they compete for a playoff spot next season and I hope that Devin Booker remains a member of the Suns because again, it does so much for his legacy if he remains a member of the Phoenix Suns. He has a chance to be remembered as one of the greatest Phoenix 
Phoenix Suns of all time. And if he actually ends up winning a title with the Phoenix Suns, he could be thought of as the best member of the Phoenix Suns ever. There's something to that. There's something to being the best player on a team like that. Why would he want to be traded to some superstar team where he would be the third wheel? No, Devin Booker has a chance to be thought of as one of the best shooting guards of all time if he can actually turn the Phoenix Suns into winners. And by the way, it looks like they might be headed in that direction. The Phoenix Suns are definitely a team to watch moving forward and into next year. One thing's for certain, the NBA bubble will not be the same without Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe.